Are you struggling to hire diverse tech talent? After all, every organization in the world is now a tech company. And the ability to attract, hire, and retain tech talent from all backgrounds is critical to their success. Enter Hackajob, a reverse marketplace that actively vets engineers. We flip the traditional model on its head, meaning companies apply to engineers versus candidates applying to jobs, with companies getting an 85% response rate to candidates they reach out to, as well as exposure to tech talent that directly meets their organization's diversity objectives. Companies such as S&P Global, CarMax, and Sensor Tower are all using Hackajob. Why not join them? Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, rash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Oh, yeah. The debate is over. It's called soccer, everybody. Hi, boys and girls. You're listening to the Chad and Cheese Podcast. This is your co-host, Joel Elimination Round Cheeseman. This is Chad. It feels so empty without me. So wash. And on this week's show, cash rules everything around me. Layoffs, robots, and Mickey D's for life. Yes, Virginia, there is a Santa Claus. Let's do this. Okay, listener, how can you help your employees become more productive? I have answers. How about automating manual and repetitive tasks, giving meaning to data, then allowing that data to actually drive decisions? And how about matching people to your jobs quicker? Well, wait, the Chad and Cheese has a new LLM? No, Cheeseman, I'm talking about text kernel. Ah, okay, that makes more sense. What I'm hearing is the groundbreaking concept of, wait for it, yeah, simplicity. (laughs) Seriously, though, seriously. Text kernel cuts through the complexities like a tortilla chip through some hot nacho cheese. Oh, my God. Really? Nacho references already. Anyways, text kernel brings efficiency and productivity to your operations. Text kernel seamlessly unifies your tools and data to drive efficiencies and success. TextKernel is creating new opportunities for your recruitment journey, kind of like adding guac to my barbacoa burrito. Oh, my God. How about extracting meaningful insights from data? I mean, that, that's something. Swiftly matching yeah. people with jobs, automating repetitive tasks. Who knew such advanced concepts were even possible in the land of human resources? Uh, we did, Chad. We did. Dude, wrap it up. I'm a little hungry. Imagine that. Uh, okay, listener, get ready to use today's tech to drive efficiencies and productivity. Visit textkernel.com. That's T-E-X-T-K-E-R-N-E-L.com. Mmm, nachos. What's up, Chad? You look a little subdued, a little tired. A little, little travel happening, and, and, and right out of the gate, I want to thank Jonathan Duarte for stepping in for me last week. It gave me time to breathe. 
a little bit while I was traveling. So thank you so much, Jonathan. It's a busy week and a half. It's it's good to get different perspectives. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, you 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 and I should maybe do that more often. Mix it up a little bit. I think the, the feedback. <laughs> Take some time off. The feedback. Yeah. The feedback was good. Jonathan was. Uh, transparent and uh adam was good as well on your end i'm sure uh, if you haven't checked those episodes out make sure that you do but you've been traveling quite a bit which is the reason jonathan was on you want to talk about your your travels thanks to peter weddle and and stephen o'donnell for having me over in london last week to MC the ta tech event with katrina hutchison o'neill it was a tech vendor event focused on the industry the current economic landscape uh, where we should go next. But mainly, you know, talks were, were held by leaders from, from brands that we know in, in Europe, like Martin Lentz over at uh, Jabico, uh, mm-hmm. Chris Adams at Magex, Simon Wingate from Reed, Roy Jacques from uh, Atcast. <laughs> And, and they all had data that supported their their theories, uh, but I think it also demonstrated somewhat of a misalignment that we have in this space, I think especially after COVID. So I think we mm-hmm. need to have more of these events to, to, to be able to, to, to align better because I think we all get into our silos and then, then once we get together, it's like mm-hmm. the silos just don't align, you know. And, and it doesn't seem like uh, enough of this is uh, is happening in the uh, the bigger spaces. Yeah, silos, 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 people, silos. Not good. Well, good to have you back, man. It's it's a couple of weeks uh, that we've been on a show together, so we're yeah. a little rusty. Uh, the listeners need to forgive us if we uh, if we mess up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, we've only been close to like a thousand episodes thus far. We. <laughs> This is good. We we typically take a little time off during the holidays. I think people believe that we just live together like stepbrother style in a bunk bed in the basement, but we really do have separate lives. Uh, so it's we it's kind of good to, to step away and enjoy family and travel and, and do all that stuff while we while we can. Space for activities. Yes, that's right. Yes. That's right. So many activities. <laughs> and speaking of activities, let's get yeah. to some shout outs, shall sure. we? So many yeah. shout outs. Job.com. Who doesn't love okay. us? Some job.com shout out. So <laughs> our friends at job.com, don't call them a job board, Chad. Don't you dare do that. Uh, oh, they my have, God. They have raised an undisclosed sum of cash that they say will go towards the ongoing acquisition of staffing firms across the globe. Normally, I hate press releases where there is no dollar amount listed. Yeah. But my guess is that uh, job.com is funded on a, quote, when acquisitions happen basis, uh, end quote. Yeah. They have some sugar daddies ready to pony up when a deal is imminent and our friend Aaron Stewart is more than happy to play the sugar baby and use that money to buy some staffing firms. So shout out to our friends at job.com in that undisclosed amount, wink, wink, of money that you just raised. Yeah, we've got to get Aaron on. Love Aaron to death. I don't like job.com at all. I, at least from the, the, the standpoint, from the standpoint that, you know, we were originally pitched right in Austin where, you know, they're going to uh-huh. take the staffing industry and they're going to, you know, make it more digital. What it's turned into is really just an acquisition fest and, and good for them. That That's awesome. But their, their original vision, I do not see coming to fruition. At least um, the 20% fees to 5% and then the sharing with the job seeker. I just don't see any of that coming to fruition. So, I'd like to know where they're at now. Love me a little Aaron time. So maybe we can get him on and, and he can kind of, uh, he can, he can tell us. Are you saying the credit card is not going to happen? I hear it's shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, I think it's discontinued. If anyone actually yes. has a job.com credit card, please let us know. Cause we, we want a picture of that thing. 
<laughs> yes, we do. All right, I'm going to get into a, a laundry list of shout outs here for my travels. First shout out is I had breakfast with Jamie and Bobby Leonard. Uh, we were talking Wreckfest. We we're talking Wreckfest USA. We had a blast. Julie and I went out for beers darts and dinner with Jem, Thomas, and, and Rob from mm-hmm. Talent Nexus. A really cool game. It was almost like top golf for darts. A beer, food, all of it right there. It was genius. Thanks to Sheila from Total Jobs for allowing Julie and, and I to crash their agency holiday party. We love an open mm. bar. So shout out to uh, Sheila and Raj from Total Jobs, aka Stepstone, aka Axel Springer. Yeah, that, that must have been a hell of a party. Well, it was wasn't too bad. With, with their budget, that should have been a hell of a party. <laughs> wasn't too bad. Not too bad. Rooftop accessible. It's kind of yeah. cold, but still rooftop accessible. Met with Mikhail Raja from Sonic Jobs for coffee. Had a very posh mm. time with Richard and Beverly Collins talking about blockchain over drinks and sushi samba. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then our, our old buddy uh, Max Armbruster over at Talk Push, Max. he messaged me the day I was before I was going to come back uh, to, uh, to Portugal. And he's like, man, you're only an hour away, you know, flight wise. Why don't you come on over? So he invited me over to Dublin. Mm. Spent a few days. And while I was there, I got a chance to enjoy the town of Donkey, which is gorgeous. Sorry, town of Donkey? Yeah, it's what it looks like. It's Donkey. D-A-L-K-E-Y, yes. Got to see uh, our pal Shane Gray have some beers, watch some uh, World Mm. Cup football with him. Then deathmatch winner Andrea Wade got to have dinner with her, watch some World Cup football. Uh, So big thanks to to, to Max. He's got an amazing layout there in Docky. They've got like five pubs that are walkable. Yeah. So I had as much Guinness Guinness and Beamish as I possibly could. And now I find myself back in the Algarve. So whose yacht did you ride on? Shane's or Max's? Which yacht (laughs) did you select? So I'm waiting until it's nice (laughs) until I actually get on a yacht. (laughs) It's too fucking cold for that shit, man. Everyone's after those lucky charms. That's for sure. (laughs) (laughs) My next shout out goes to uh, LinkedIn. Chad, you know I love me some LinkedIn. You do. You've got the Kool-Aid, baby. I'm going to give them a little spanking this weekend. They've they've been sort of <laughs> naughty. They've they've rewritten <laughs> the book on innovation, if you can believe oh. it. Did they fix their job search, you ask? Oh, no. No, not that kind of innovation. <laughs> you may need to sit down for this one, Chad. They're giving users the ability to schedule when their shares go live on the feed. That's right. You mean their posts and stuff? Yeah. LinkedIn is rolling out a new feature that allows users to schedule posts to send at a later time. Woo! Wow. I'm glad you're sitting down for that one. Wow. Here's to innovation and here's to our friends at, at LinkedIn. LinkedIn or out for setting the bar really high for our industry on innovation. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Horrible. So I got another one uh, real quick. Uh, Rob Bercy, fan of the show. Okay. Yeah. Homie just sent me some bourbon randomly and I got to give him a shout out for it. Like he he sent me a message and he said, you guys do such a good job of just randomly. There might be one at your house, man. I don't know. There there better be one at my house. What the fuck, Rob? I don't know. So, so he sent me a nice, a wood, a nice Woodford. I think it's a single barrel. Uh, very nice for the holidays. So Rob, a big shout out to you, buddy. I, I really appreciate it. And, and for those of you that want to send me bourbon as well, just hit me up on the DMs. I'll be happy to share my, my home address. (laughs) 
if you'd like to do that. Oh, well, I do. Yeah, my last shout out, I actually forgot. I had Thanksgiving meal mm-hmm. with uh, the kids over at Crouton. That's right, kids. Crouton, <laughs> the new startup that I'm sure we might be talking about. Yeah. We might not. Who knows? Gemma and Stephen mm-hmm. over at Crouton, uh, we had uh, had a, an amazing meal in London at the Swan, and they literally, they did have Thanksgiving dinner on the menu. Julie had that. I had something entirely different, but it was good. It was it was really good. They brought uh, gin, they brought us vodka, and they brought us rum. The mm. gin, there are two things of gin. I drank, Max and I drank the small gin, so too bad for you. The rum yeah. was horrible. <laughs> I'm not going to put you through that, but the uh, but but the gin is really good. So uh-huh. that's all going to be drank before it comes home. But I'm sure they will send you some uh, to Indianapolis. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure you're you're going to get on <laughs> you're going to get on Rob Bercy and then talk about all the yes. free gin and and rum that you got. Uh, so you had you had dinner with Crouton. There's so many dad yes. jokes there that I won't even <laughs> I won't even start. It's just it's just too easy. Did you ask him about the goofy glasses? That everyone oh, wears. I've got pairs for you. I know I've got oh, pairs for you. Shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> Did they say everyone at everyone on LinkedIn that works there has these glasses on? I don't know if it's brilliant marketing or like we'll see. It's kind of weird. It's kind of we'll weird, see. man. Yeah. Crouton, yeah. the sunglasses, England. It's all very, <laughs> very Benny Hill uh, to me. It's meta, is what yeah. I'm going to say. Yeah. It's well, very speaking meta. of free shit uh, and booze and everything, uh, we got to put this in every show. You got to sign up if you want this stuff from us. Go to chadcheese.com, uh, click the free link. We're talking uh, whiskey from Tex Kernel, beer from Aspen Tech Labs, t shirts yes. from JobGit. If it's Amazing. your birthday month, uh, you might win rum from Plum, but you got to sign up. Okay. Chris yes. Mannion, who's playing fantasy football with us, and we'll get to him uh-huh. in a second. It was his birthday last week. Okay. And he bitched about not being mentioned. Well, you can't get mentioned, people, if you haven't signed up. We're not mind readers. We don't know when your birthday is unless you sign up. What do you expect, Chris? Yeah. Everybody sign up. And you win free shit. Like, it's great. Yeah. Well, another, yeah. no, what can go wrong? And we ask you the birthday question. That's where you put your birthday in. And then, therefore, we know what month and all that other fun stuff. So, yeah. Just follow the directions, kids. You'll be fine. Yeah. And more logic. If you don't put your birthday in, we're not going to wish you happy birthday. So, don't say you signed <laughs> up and then we didn't wish you happy birthday. You got to fill out the whole form, everybody. Gotta fill out the whole form. And, by the way, our travel... Speaking of sponsors, our travel is done, but we want to give a special shout out to our friends at Shaker Recruitment Marketing for sponsoring our travels, for picking up the beer tab on I don't know how many airports uh, around the world. We, we love us some some Shaker Recruitment Marketing. Mm-hmm. And you love those foreign language podcasts, Chad, as you travel the, oh, the globe. my God, dude. It's so fucking hilarious. So last week and the week after, I wasn't on and you weren't on. And only our voices are trained for the AI. So they used stock voices for, for Adam Godson and Jonathan Duarte. So I was listening through them. And it was so fucking funny because it's us. And speaking in all the, you know, in German and Spanish and Portuguese and, you know, and, mm-hmm. and what, was, what was the other one? Spanish, anyway, German and um, in German. And then you have this like this stock voice, which is speaking in German. That's, that? It is so awesome. <laughs> That's a sneak it is peek. awesome. That's a sneak peek. <laughs> 
So thanks to our friends at Veritone uh, for sponsoring those podcasts. Dude, Veritone is the shit. They're gaining steam. I'm watching the metrics a little bit. They're they're catching on. They're catching on. I love I it. I tell you what, it's not just a novelty, kids. It is amazing. Not to it's, mention, we're bitching at people about not innovating all the time. Uh-huh. We do. So what do we do? The Chad and Cheese podcast, the most dangerous podcast in HR. Mm-hmm. We go out there and we innovate like motherfuckers because of <laughs> companies like Veritone. <laughs> Because saying that we innovate every week as two guys in their fifties is a little bit, a little bit <laughs> audacious. I, I'm cutting that out. Boy, that escalated quickly. And speaking of innovation and blazing a trail, let's talk about fantasy football. Oh, because week week thirteen uh, is in the books, and we have our leaderboard, and it's changed quite a bit since uh, last week. All right, here's our here's our one to last. Fuck. We got Chris Kringlemanion. Again, happy birthday, <laughs> belatedly, Chris, but you got to sign up. Joel heading for that number one spot, Cheeseman. That's right. Dennis on my ass, Tupper. He's right, number three. Uh, not your average Joe Wilkie is headed up the charts like a, like a, like a bullet train. Uh, Matt Steady Eddie Hill. He just keeps in that little middle middle area there. Serge falling like Canada at the World Cup Boudreaux. <laughs> Has gone from number one now, but down to number six. Chad, stick it around, so wash. Uh, you got the points, but not the wins, buddy. Sorry, you nope. got to You got to have victories. Christy, get your damn bench straight. Uh, Kelling, <laughs> Mike, more points than you, Schaefer. James, like Duncan Sheik, barely breathing. Gilliam. <laughs> Jason, this guy won last year, Putnam. And Dan, is anyone home, Shoemaker? And that rounds up the fantasy football, (laughs) sponsored by our friends at Factory Fix. Love me some Factory Fix. (laughs) All right. Stop it, Cash rules everything around me, baby. Let's get to some fundraising news. Uh, Melbourne-based Sapia.ai, the artist mm-hmm. formerly known as Predictive Hire, has raised $17 million in a Series A round. This brings total funding to $21.5 million. In case you missed it, Sapia is Paradox Down Under providing conversational AI to fosters chugging Aussies everywhere. Okay, you don't have to be in Australia to buy their tech, but I couldn't pass up a chance to say fosters chugging. Specifically, sapia.ai screens candidates and provides employers with a short list of candidates. Founded in 2013, the company intends to use the funds to continue overseas expansion. Hello, America. Chad, your take on our friends down under at sapia.ai. The artist formerly known as Never Gets Old. So keep using that, please. Congrats on a legit Series A. We've been talking about how Series A been looking a little weak, a little wilted, yeah. and this mm-hmm. is this is big. So CEO CEO Barb Hyman, she has done a tremendous job in focusing in on one narrative, right? She's not all over the place. She's focusing on one thing. That's unbiased and fair hiring. Barb and company beat the drum better than most. And I have to say the brand move to Sapia was smart, especially the color change, which which when you're in an expo hall, you know, I've been there, it actually stands out very, very nicely. So I got to give them that. Here's where everything goes off the rails. Okay. This is from the sapia.ai website. Quote, as soon as people start answering questions, our smart interviewer discovers personality traits, behaviors, and communication skills from their stories. 
automatically shortlisting them based on the qualities you need end quote. None of that says the person meets my requirements. It literally screams I'm creating a biased experience. Mm. Just because you exclude dominant words and remove the human from performing the actual interview, it doesn't make your platform blind and or fair. Trying to align personality traits into a job is nothing more than aligning the same types of people. Same types of people does not equal diversity and it Mm -hmm. sure as hell doesn't tell me whether they can do the job or not so i believe you can't lean this hard on something like dei and they're focusing incredibly heavy on everything but the actual requirements itself can you do the job right so really feel like right now barb is incredibly smart she will spin this narrative in in a very smart way but she's got to get to requirements and shit that actually matters because all the fluff on the website just doesn't fucking matter and as soon as you tell me that behaviors matter and personality traits matter i'm gonna go ahead and say guess what hey key sonderling does that sound like uh, i don't know bias oh it does no oh look it does yeah no stop it you my friend are not on barb's uh holiday card I love list barb, though. Uh, she's such a sweetheart <laughs> She Let alone is. getting that uh, that mint, that pony keg of Fosters uh, <laughs> sent to your house. That is, you can have that. I love that you took the the diversity lane because that is that is you. I'm going to take it to a little bit more of the competitive tech side. Look, should Paradox be shaking in their little Arizona desert boots? Um, I would say. <laughs> Probably not, and I can give you about 250 million reasons why Paradox reigns supreme. Uh, 250 million reasons mean they have a lot of money, um, yes. of course, mm-hmm. as opposed to the the money yes. that Sapia uh, has risen. And they didn't go with Homo Sapia AI. I don't. I mean, they shortened it. They they could have done that. Yeah. But but they need a niche. They don't have Paradox's money. They don't have the the brain power that's there yeah. uh, in aggregate. They don't like so they need to create a niche. And what I'm hearing from you is that niche is going to be the unbiased provider. It's not, hey, we're the SMB provider. We're not, you know, this a tech, different tech. It's the diversity angle. And according to you, and I go to you for all my diversity spin, uh, <laughs> it, it's not looking good. For our friends at Sapia, they may just have to stay down under um, and cater to that uh, APAC audience, which isn't the worst place to be in the world. Although I'm pretty sure Paradox has an office in APAC somewhere and uh, will be coming to your neighborhood soon uh, if they aren't already. So maybe look for a new niche if you're Sapia uh, because Paradox is the 800-pound gorilla and uh, you need a different spin than just we're diversity if my boy Chad Sowash says it's garbage. That's not a knife. That's a knife. It's our job to challenge the market. And when I see shit like this, I question myself, dude, I'm I'm a 50-year-old white man, okay? Mm-hmm. So I can't say that I'm diverse just because I'm a veteran has nothing to do with it, right? So that's why I reach out to my peeps and mm-hmm. I ask them, okay, this, this sounds shady. I have been in diversity, equity, inclusion, all that other fun stuff, especially compliance from a compliance standpoint, very important. Yeah for a very long time. So I use my network for the most part. And and again, uh, this just to me, and anybody who's been in TA for long enough to understand compliance and diversity, understands that you know behaviors and, and personality traits, warning bells start going off when you start talking about bias. Uh, mm-hmm. And then you're saying anti-bias and blind. I mean, it just, none of it makes sense to me. 
Well, the good news is that uh, just slapping diversity or an inclusion on your website doesn't mean that you do it or do it well. And it sounds like the market is wising up. You can't just put it on your site and claim that you do it. Uh, mm-hmm. So the market is being educated, which, which I think is great. That's um, our job. Yeah. I, I just think Sapia needs a different a different boat, man. A bigger boat, different boat. I don't know, but they need to uh, find a different spin. I mean, it makes sense. I'm a salesperson. Like, how are you guys different from Paradox or some of the others? Well, diversity. Uh, we're unique in that way. I mean, it probably works on a few of the pitches, uh, but more and more people are getting educated, so that dog isn't going to hunt for the long term. Well, and you'll, you'll be surprised the mirage of, well, they're hiring more, more diverse candidates, right? Um, that happens with these platforms because when you start to actually do employer brand, you start messaging differently, then those individuals feel like they can come out more. It's, it's a mirage. They were there the entire fucking time. Mm-hmm. The thing is you're allowing them to come out. This is about being able to build that, but that's not sustainable, okay? So this is more about building that funnel out to be able to do more then just focus on behaviors and things that really don't matter for the job. It's about talent pools and the communities that you reach into. So if Barb wants to help, she can actually bring the communities to the companies. That's the big key. That's what those companies need. What they need is work jam, Chad. Let's talk <laughs> about our next our next fundraising news item. By the way, work jam sounds like the worst summer camp ever. Come to Work Jam, kids, where we build log cabins and canoes. And iPhones. Yeah, and iPhones, yes. Child labor at Work Jam this summer. Anyway, the uh, the Montreal Canadian-based company. Uh, by the way, what's up with the Quebec province, man? They're they're spinning out companies and innovation. Like, something's the in the Quebec. water. The, the, Is that what the, they are? The, what are they? The Quebecois are lighting oh, the world on, lighting the world on fire. Anyway, they raised uh, $50 million in a Series D. Uh, this brings total funding to $147 million. Uh, the company touts itself as the world's leading digital frontline workplace, helping retail, hospitality, manufacturing, and other industries improve workforce engagement, retention, job satisfaction, and well-being. The company intends to use the funds to expand its reach into Europe, Southeast Asia, Latin America, and the U.S., as well as accelerate product innovation and business growth. Chad, you love some essential worker news, but do you love the work jam? I love the work jam from the platform standpoint. I don't like it from the standpoint of their inability to really understand where they need to go next. We're gonna go to Europe, we're gonna go to the US, we're gonna go here, we're gonna go, mm. we're gonna be everywhere. Bullshit, okay? You don't have that much, you don't have that much cash, okay? So focus. And the best way to focus is to just come south for God's sakes. You speak the language, kind of. Kind of. Um, you know, yeah, you, you know the US, right? You you know, you, you're our, our redheaded step, uh, you know, brother, and, and that's all cool. Don't be everything to everybody. Just focus on what you know. I thought it was interesting that generally in a press release, you at least see some nonsensical um, business growth message uh, metrics, right? Something that you don't have no base against. And in this one, there was literally no metrics. So it was like they weren't even trying at all. It's almost kind of they were very Canadian. They're like, well, no, we can't give you the whole story. So we're not going to give you any story. Yeah, but very smart growth over the years. uh, They've grown the they've grown through acquisition uh, with uh, companies like Perio and Forge. So they've been able to demonstrate that they they know how to grow that way. Mm 
Uh, they have companies like American Eagle Outfitters, Aramark, Circle K, DeVita, pretty big, um, very big, uh, enormous. And Ulta Beauty, where you get all your beauty products from. Oh, yeah, yeah. All the corn silk for my head. So, I mean, many tasks, cool tasks, management and communications are happening in this platform. The release doesn't say anything about getting into the talent acquisition side of the house, which I thought was interesting. Hmm. So, you know, that's another broadening of, of the of the total addressable market that they could get into. So I didn't I didn't see that. Imagine this. Listen up, kids. If a platform like Factory Fix became like the TA front end for a platform like like WorkJam, mm. right? And I mean, these types of partnerships could actually happen. Uh, they've demonstrated that they can acquire if they want to come into the U.S. and they want to be able to uh, gain some traction in the U.S. Start looking at uh, these types of organizations for partnerships and prospective acquisition because right now it's it, it is definitely about retention and growth and those types of things. But I'm telling you, man. If you're not on the talent acquisition, actually getting the people in the door side, uh, you're missing a huge, huge part of the formula. I just love Canadian news. So remember when Handshake raised a shit ton of money like around a Series D and they were going to take on LinkedIn and, you know, like become LinkedIn for a new generation. Like this is what happens. This is what happens when you raise you get into Series D. The investors are like, okay, how are we going to grow? And in this case, it looks like we're taking on the world, baby. That's what we're doing. We're taking on the whole world. Okay, we'll write that check. So whether they're going to try to conquer the world or not may be left to, to be news or not. Handshake, as far as I know, hasn't uh, knocked LinkedIn off the uh, off the mountain yet. So uh, we'll we'll watch that. But I think to me, this sounds a lot like, hey, let's let's build some hyperbole into this release and and get the investors excited. We're gonna we're gonna take on the world. Look, there's not a lot to dislike about this company. They're hitting they're hitting things at the right time. Uh, we're going to talk about layoffs after our next break. Uh, the layoffs are hitting tech workers and knowledge based workers really hard, but it's not hitting the people that WorkJam is targeting uh, much at all. In fact, those industries are growing, and they're prime to take advantage of that. So there's there's not much to hate about the Montreal based company work jam uh in contrast to the montreal canadians of the nhl mm -hmm. uh, work jam is getting it done good luck with that world thing but we'll be watching you come to america and, and probably europe on the european show in a uh, episode soon to be aired human resources is supposed to be about humans i mean it's right there in the name but when your hiring team is more like an assembly line glued to their computers, manually posting heaps of jobs everywhere they can think of, that human part feels nowhere to be found. This is a new era. Pando IQ takes the mind-numbing copy-pasting and nerve-wracking guesswork out of the job posting process. When you plan a hiring campaign with Pando IQ, you tell us who you need. Then, before you ever spend a cent, we predict what it will cost to find them. Pando IQ chooses the ideal recruiting sites from thousands of options, targeting the ones your next great hire frequently visits, then fires off your ads at precisely calculated times, surfacing the most relevant applicants for you to pick from. Now you're free to get to know the best talent, build great teams, and take care of your humans. Pando IQ will do the rest, so you can get back to doing what the computers can't. For more information on Pando IQ, go to pandologic.com. That's pandologic.com. 
All right, Chad, let's talk about layoffs. Playoffs? Layoffs? That's right, that's right. That escalated quickly. Here's some recent highlights from the world. Uh, in India, and a company in our space, Hirect, not Erect, Hirect, uh, a chat-based direct hiring platform for startups, has laid off 40% or around 200 people in what the company themed or termed an organizational restructuring and a strategic change in its business model. They should have come on firing squad. Maybe they would have had a different different outcome. <laughs> Historically bulletproof Google is now rumored to be laying off upwards of 10,000 underperforming workers. Uh, that is a drop in the bucket for Google, who has a lot of employees, uh, but but nevertheless, Neuro, N-U-R-O, an autonomous vehicle delivery company with deployments in California and Texas, laid off about 300 employees or 20% of its staff last week. An Irish fintech unicorn, Wayflyer, is laying off 40% of its global workforce or about 200 people. And United Furniture, and you'll love this one, Chad, uh, they fired 2,700 workers right before Thanksgiving via email and text messages sent during the middle of the night. Yeah, if you guessed this sparked a lawsuit, well, you'd be right. Uh, Layoffs everywhere, lawsuits everywhere. Chad, what's your take on all this cutting and slashing? Well, first and foremost, United Furniture, how the fuck? I mean, seriously, the saddest (laughs) display of leadership I've seen since Elon's takeover and human resource hat job at Twitter. I predict that uh, we're going to see a lot of these ambulance chasing attorneys moving more toward the wrongful termination side of law. Companies like United Furniture make it way too easy for politicians to create legislation around these types of stupid practices. On to Hire Act, 495 fucking employees. What the actual fuck? Without going too deep, in, too deep into the, the organization and, and landscape, this is called bloat, kids. We're seeing it all over the place. This is what's happening with neuro bloat 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 this is what happened with facebook Mm -hmm. and twitter and it's happening with prospectively with google uh the problem is that most of these startups are just growing way too fast it's it's not responsible growth the biggest problem with neuro which is the the uh, autonomous car and delivery the delivery system is that they have a physical product that they have to manufacture sell and then ship to customers unlike code which you manufacture yes you do develop uh, but customers can download it all over the world pretty quickly you don't actually have to send the code via you know Mm -hmm. shipping container so uh, it's a scale issue and we're going to start to see this in the robotics area I, i really see that all of these companies who are getting a shit ton of cash which neuro has 2.1 billion in total funding and they still can't get this right so money doesn't make it all right kids i think layoffs are definitely going to happen but the only reason that these layoffs are happening is because we have mismanagement and incredibly bad leadership if we're not firing the leadership we're not getting rid of the real problem so we just highlighted sapia and work jam uh for getting funding and you know who they cater to chad essential workers in restaurants, retail, trucking, warehousing, and the like. Mm-hmm. Uh, this current set of layoffs is impacting the Patagonia vest-wearing crowd. Hat, t- hat tip to Prof G. And it's probably just the beginning. Twitter layoffs and get back to the office. Meta layoffs. Uh, Snap layoffs and get back to the office. 
It looks like the party is over for the tech elite. Uh, the big boys lay off first, then everyone else follows their lead, um, including our industry, I'm sure. Uh, we'll see more layoffs from our companies. The good news is the great startups of the future will be born out of the carnage of today's layoffs. Uh, not till there's ample pain in the near term, uh, but ultimately I think this will be a good thing. Uh, one example is Personio, who we talk about quite a bit on the show. Our friends over in Germany uh, just hired a meta executive at the company. So some of the companies in our space will be getting some good talent to help grow grow that company. Otherwise, it's going to be paying for a lot of people. Happy holidays, everybody. All right, let's get to automation. One of your favorite topics. Shall we play a game? So how much does automation have to do with all these layoffs? Well, let's talk about it. Some highlights from the past month. Uh, a leaked Amazon memo may help explain why the tech giant is pushing out so many recruiters. Hmm, turns out Amazon has quietly been developing AI software to screen job applicants, known internally as Automated Applicant Evaluation, or AAE. The tech was built by a group of Amazon's HR division known as the Artificial Intelligence Recruitment Team and was first tested last year. Now, unlike the biased AI of old, Chad, the new stuff apparently works just fine. Thank you very much. And it doesn't need PP breaks like other human beings. Also, the UK-based startup Pickle Robot Company has raised $26 million in a Series A round. This brings total funding to $37.5 million for the company. Pickle creates robots meant for unloading cargo from trucks. Also, we have self-serving technology company ISEE. Uh, they've raised $40 million in a Series B round, which brings total funding to $70 million since the company was spun out by a bunch of MIT grads in 2017. ISEE is focused on automation, the 500,000 yard trucks that operate globally. I have no idea what a yard truck is, but uh, I know it's important. Uh, work that is challenging, repetitive, and dangerous will be <laughs> replaced by, you guessed it, robots. Uh, and maybe the best for last, the San Francisco Police Department submitted a proposal that would give robots the ability to use deadly force in dangerous situations. Hello, RoboCop. Chad, what do you make of all this? Shall we play Robo insanity. My God, this is a cornucopia of robot craziness. So I'm going to go with the supply chain pieces first because they fit together very nicely. So it's it's a pretty bold and impactful statement that ISEE can deploy trucks in four weeks with no customer infrastructure. Uh, infrastructure changes and no disruption to yard operations and and really quick it, it's it's fairly simple when container trucks or, or containers come off of the ships they have to go into yards before trucks can actually pick them up and take them well they have to be put in these grid patterns and that's what these little trucks do so they put them in grids they it's pretty much storage and then they pick them up and they and they deliver them to the actual truck that's going to take them on the long haul that's what's happening then moving down the supply chain you have pickle which you talked about which unloads the shipping containers into a warehouse we've already seen warehouse robots which pick and pack then further on down the chain the chain you shop and then what do you do 
you do the self-checkout. So we're getting to the point where most of the supply chain will be fully autonomous. And I believe that's a good thing. These are thankless jobs that are painstaking and backbreaking. I, I enjoy seeing that happening. The, the, the San Francisco deadly force piece, I mean, the robot is remotely operated and is an extension of the human officer. It's not autonomous. It's not, it's not, uh, it's not, it's not RoboCop. Mm-hmm. That's what they're telling us. Yeah. <laughs> In 2016, a bomb disposal robot was armed with an explosive uh, device to kill a suspect who shot and killed five police officers and wounded several others. Uh, the, the robot carried a bomb into the lap of the killer. So the major issue is not being addressed here, which is nearly 400 million guns in the U.S. today. We should be talking about that. At the end of the day, though, when we talk about our space, this Amazon recruiting thing, tell me if you heard this story before. I started reading it and I'm like, wait a minute, is this from... 24 was it 2014 2016 oh my god this is the same shit but but seriously this is merely a band-aid solution put in place until bezos can get to the humans phased out portion uh robots running the show uh then they won't have to hire humans anymore only the third-party maintenance people walking the floors fixing the amazon bots uh they're going to be the only humans but they won't be employees they're just going to be vendors so you know it's I don't know. It, it all seems fairly dystopian, but we got to remember robots can't replace the human touch. But you always have to remember that not every culture cares about human touch, i.e. remember the United Furniture story we just talked about. Amazon only cares about one thing, the super yacht on Mars, which actually, I guess, is a humongous land rover, but you because know, they don't have bodies of water. That's the thing. We always talk about humans. We always need the human touch. Well, that's not always the culture of a company. And some companies just don't give a fuck about human touch at all. They just want efficiency. And that's what we get. And we, a lot of us, all of us are paying a lot to Amazon every day. And we're paying into that fund, the robotics, no more human touch fund. So I can't believe you're dismissing the San Francisco robot. Remember, it was RoboCop who was part human, part robot. And on the back scene, they were building this all robotic, badass, kick-ass machine that RoboCop (laughs) eventually had to fight. So I'm not going to dismiss the robots using full force in San Francisco or or anywhere else. But to my point uh, that I want to get to. Yeah, I recently watched a a video of some English school children from 1962. And these kids were asked to make predictions about the world in 2000. Uh, They all pretty much said robots would be doing everything for us and that we would just be like lounging around and enjoying life. Now, this is these are these are small kids answering this question, but I'm not sure that the kids were wrong. They might have just been 30 to 40 years off Uh, every week on the show. We tend to talk about more robotics and automation and the wheels go faster and faster and uh i think we're, we're headed toward that that future now if if the P- P- patagonia vest wearing crowd is feeling the pain of layoffs today um essential workers are going to feel a lot of pain in the future if robotics uh happen in, in a way that we continue to talk about uh on this show as you and i have talked about before uh there's simply too much money 
in automation and robotics for all this shit not to happen on some level. Uh, and the news in the brains continue to show that. Um, ironically, it's the laid off tech workers of today that will be fueling the automation companies of tomorrow that will impact uh, the robotics industry and, and put a lot of the essential workers out of work. How bizarre. How bizarre. How bizarre. Are you struggling to attract the talent you need today? Do you lack visibility into where your recruitment ad dollars are really going? There's a better way. Acquire ROI is a programmatic job advertising platform built to optimize your budget and supercharge hiring. Acquire ROI automatically manages and measures recruitment ads across job boards so you can allocate your budget based on insights, not hunches. Get to quality candidates faster and cost-effectively scale hiring across roles, all while gaining complete visibility and control over your recruitment marketing investments. Say goodbye to manual guesswork, inconsistent performance, and wasted spending. And hello to optimized automated campaigns that produce qualified applicants. At Acquire ROI, we make job advertising easy. Visit us at acquireroi.com and start transforming your talent acquisition today. All right, man. How does free Mickey D's for life sound to you? What did you say? Oh, my God. Well, your nightmare is another man's wet dream. Uh, Meet the McGold card. Like Willy Wonka's golden ticket, McGold Card entitles the holder to free food for a month, a year, or sometimes even a lifetime. Just in time for the holidays, Chad, the Golden Arches have unveiled its Season of Sharing contest where three runners will receive the fabled McGold Card, offering holders two McDonald's meals a week, for the next 50 years. Yes, 50 years isn't life, but if you're eating McDonald's that often, you've probably only got 50 years anyway. It's life. To get a chance at winning the McGold card, fans need to spend a minimum of a dollar on the McDonald's app every day between December 7th and Christmas. I'm loving it, Chad. What are your thoughts? Yeah, well, I think McDonald's is changing their slogan. I don't know if you saw their 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 new uh, advertising uh, slogan or not, but they're changing it from I'm loving it to make America fat again. That escalated quickly. <laughs> I say, why wait till December 7th to start spending that money? I'm going to start with a smoky BLT double quarter pounder with cheese right now as we get off of this show. We out. Yeah. Thank you for listening to what's it called a podcast the chad the cheese brilliant they talk about recruiting they talk about technology but most of all they talk about nothing just a lot of shout outs of people you don't even know and yet you're listening it's incredible and not one word about cheese not one cheddar blue nacho pepper jack swiss there's so many cheeses and not one word so weird. Anywho, be sure to subscribe today on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. That way you won't miss an episode. And while you're at it, visit www.chatcheese.com. Just don't expect to find any recipes for grilled cheese. It's so weird. We out! How much do you understand the future of finance? I'm Jim Roos, a top 10 banking influencer and host of the podcast Banking Transform, where we dive deeply into the rapidly evolving world of banking and financial technology. 
Join me as I interview industry experts, thought leaders, and innovators as they unravel the latest banking trends, disruptions, and game-changing technologies reshaping the world of finance. Redefine your understanding of the banking ecosystem. Subscribe now to Banking Transformed, available wherever you get your podcasts and now available on YouTube.